From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild, comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly. I got to say, love the name Max. That's my my puppy dog's (laughs) name. Uh, Who have just recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs. It actually makes learning pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I listened to this with my son, and it was so fun to listen to. I loved how modern it was with a cool ant that they really dug, and like they dealt with bullies. Uh, My son also enjoyed all the math involved. Like He thought it was really cool. Well, and I have to say, I love anything that brings learning and fun together for kids. I really, really wish that something like this was around for my teens when they were younger. We would have absolutely devoured this on our car trips. It would have been amazing. It's perfect for kids ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey, it's Joanne, and I want to welcome you to a brand new segment we are doing here on the No Guilt Mom podcast, and it's called No Guilt Mom Wins, because every one of our No Guilt Mom podcast episodes, you get to hear me and Bree talk about the science of behavior, interview experts, but what I thought would be really helpful is to hear from a parent who has made a change in their lives, because what better than to hear someone who is in the exact same place you are right now and who has made this this great transformation. And I thought of no one better than one of our Balance VIP members, Amanda. Amanda's kids were not doing many chores around the house before she started with Calm and Happy Parenting and Balance. And since then, they are taking on more. And today's episode, this win, Amanda's going to share how she got her kids started on doing their own laundry. She has some great tips for you that I know you can use immediately and put in place in your house. So without any delay, here's my interview with Amanda. Welcome, Amanda, to the podcast. You are our first parent in this No Guilt Mom Wins, and I'm so, so excited. So welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. And Amanda, I've known you now for, it's been over a year. You're in our Balance VIP group. And I have just seen you take situations that you've had with your kids and completely change them and experience such great success, even though we've talked about before how you don't really give yourself credit for these successes. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Which I think is completely normal. (laughs) And so we want to talk today about your kids doing the laundry, because this is one win that you recently had. Can you tell us a little bit about what was it like before they started doing the laundry on their own? Yeah, so my kids right now are 11, 9, and 5. And I was lucky enough when my youngest was born, I was able to take three years off of work. And so now about two and a half years ago, I went back to work. And that was when a lot of things, a lot of realizations came to me of how much I was doing, even though I was still working full time, I was still trying to do all of the household management things that I had done without a job and where I kind of reached my breaking point. Laundry is one of those things that you cannot hide from. You know, you've got a bathroom that you don't clean, you can shut the door, you can pull the curtain over the tub, 
you can't hide from not doing laundry. It will get you. You are either walking, stepping around piles of laundry in the kids' rooms or in the laundry room or around the house, or you've got baskets of clean clothes that haven't been folded, that haven't been taken upstairs, or you're frantically running out to buy extra socks, extra underwear, to so just buy a couple more days before you have to do laundry again. And at the time, my husband's job was really reaching like a fever pitch where he was incredibly stressed and working like 60 hours a week. So I really was taking on everything myself and reaching my own kind of breaking point. And that was when I just knew like, we have to try something different. You have to try it because I mean, when you're home, like you're used to doing everything because you like see it around the house and especially with laundry, which you said is so visible. I mean, it's just natural. You're like, oh, I'll just go throw a load in the washer or like, I'll just change these in the dryer. And then you just don't realize how much you're doing and that your kids aren't doing. It's funny that you mentioned socks because, oh my gosh, socks in my house, Amanda. is one of my like, I'm like, why is there a sock under the couch? Why is there a sock over here? Like the yeah. socks are a real issue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when you decided that things needed to change, what was the first steps that you went through? One of the major shifts for me was realizing that a lot of household tasks, I wasn't envisioning in terms of their complete length. I was seeing the steps that need to be done, but I wasn't seeing the whole, I wasn't taking into account the whole picture. And dishes and laundry are, are two like perfect examples of that. With laundry, like you said, it's not, the step is not just putting it, the load in the washer. Then two days later, you're finding like a stinky load in the washer, right? Like it was uh-huh. really changing my mindset to realize one of the reasons I'm struggling is that I'm not thinking about what the whole thing is. I think it really coincided with some discussions we were having about, which was probably in balance by that point, about life skills, teaching kids life skills. People were talking about teaching kids laundry. And to me, I thought at the time my kids were probably nine and seven or 10 and eight. And I thought that is something that they could do. I really focused on my two big pain points were dishes and laundry. And I thought Mm -hmm. dishes is a little harder for to delegate. Maybe me, control issues. I don't know. I love the dishwasher a certain way. But laundry doesn't have to be hard to delegate. It could be simplified and it could be easily explained to a kid. So that's why I kind of focused on laundry. That's cool. So after the discussions in balance, you decided to go for laundry to teach your eight and 10 year old how to do it on their own. What was like, how did they respond to this when you come to your kids and you're like, okay, laundry, it's on you? They were excited about it. They were interested in learning. What I discovered later on is that I don't think they really grasped at the beginning that this was going to be a permanent thing that they were going to do. In my mind, laundry is is a simple thing. So it was hard for me at first to think of like, how do I teach this to a kid? Because I grew up in a house where, though I was raised by a single mom who was working full time, she did everything. I wasn't asked to do any chores. And unfortunately, I didn't learn how to do things until I was into adulthood. My idea of teaching them to do any other thing that I've asked them to do around the house has been to say, go do this. Okay, now you're going to start doing this every week. Like you're responsible to do this. But I wasn't actually showing them how to do it. I wasn't teaching them. I was telling them. And again, like this all kind of came together with laundry of like, oh, I need to actually show them, you know, like, because I would say, well, put your clothes in the dryer and (laughs) take their, their hamper and dump it. And it would all sit on top of the agitator, right? Because you, you can't 
you have to put them in a little bit at a time and spread them out. Or then right, I would see process. them put them in and they would like pack it down really light. I'm like, oh, exactly. I have to, I have to tell them like, you don't pack it tight. And what we came up with was there's this post-it note on the washer mm -hmm. that says, this thing that looks in, that's in this bottle goes over here. This thing in this bottle goes over there. These are what the dials are supposed to say. And so mm -hmm. now they like, they put their clothes in, they do that. So because that reminder is there, I usually just have to stand there and watch them do it a couple of times, but they'll mm -hmm. say out loud, like, okay, I do this. Now I check. This is supposed to be large load, cold temperature, single spin. You said some really interesting points. First of all, that before you were kind of just telling them to do the chores and you realized that you have to teach them to do the chores, which is something that we really go into in Calm and Happy Parenting and Balance about the I do, we do, you do. It's like a yes. gradual weaning process. Yes. And second, you had this great visual aid when you saw that they were having trouble with the steps, you like made the post-it. So you're like, okay, mm -hmm. well, after working with you, I'm seeing that these steps are an issue and mm -hmm. here they are. And now you're saying your kids are just following those steps right there in front of them, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it was something again, like to me, I wouldn't think that a reminder or a post-it would be needed, but mm -hmm. um, their dad uses the post-it too. So. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So here are Amanda's tips again. First tip. Make sure that you are teaching your kids instead of just telling them what to do and expecting them to follow through with it. There are so many steps when it comes to doing tasks and chores around the house, and we as adults frequently misjudge exactly how much goes into each given task. So break them apart and take the time to teach. And then second, use those visual aids whenever possible. This is great when you see kids frequently forgetting something or a step in the process, just like Amanda did with the post-its on her wall that told her kids, hey, you know, this bottle goes in here. It could be as simple as that. So I hope that you enjoyed our first No Guilt Mom win. Please push subscribe on our podcast wherever you're listening right now to the No Guilt Mom podcast. We want to reach as many parents as possible and have you experience that joy and energy in parenting. And if you haven't already sign up for that happy parent checklist i am putting a link in the show notes and uh, that is how i get to talk with you and be in your email inbox and give you inspiration there so until next time remember the best mom's a happy mom take care of you and i'll talk to you later no one told us the truth about parenthood why this is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here whew, there is a lot to unpack I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.